Hey. Hey. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the next Unreal Podcast. I'm your host, Oscar. To the right of me is my lovely wife and awesome co-host, Elma. And we have another awesome episode for you guys today. And hey, we're actually doing something special. And I want you guys to go ahead and show us some love. We are starting a second podcast. Now, it's nothing crazy. If you guys have been paying attention to our last segments here, you realize that we've done some special things where we actually increase the length of our episodes and we started add, adding like little entertainment segments after the Reddit stuff. Well, now we're actually going to split it so you guys can um, have more stuff to watch. So we're going to put a Reddit podcast every Monday. You know how it is. And now we're introducing a podcast on Wednesdays called Do Not Disturb. Yep, yep, yep. So it should be a lot of fun. But today it'll be mainly Reddit. I know you guys love that stuff. So we're going to go ahead and just keep reading. You ready to hop into it? I'm ready. And the theme is, ah, uh, you're those type of people. I'm hoping I don't fall into one of those categories. <laughs> you're like, wait, how come like all those categories or sound all those like characteristics me. sound like me? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so first story of the day is, am I the a-hole for coming to dinner basically topless? What? My parents-in-law and brother-in-law came to visit and stay for a month with my husband, 27 male, and I, 28 female, after I had my baby. For context, if it makes any difference, I'm German. Husband and his family are Italian. The baby was three months old at the time, and I breastfeed her. Usually, I just nursed on the couch in the living room, but because company was staying, I'd go to my bedroom. After I nursed her, she'd fall asleep and take a nap, and then have some free time. Since family was visiting, I tried to plan her naps around our mealtime to spend time with family uninterrupted. My mother-in-law has this thing that when food is on the table, you have to be there pronto. Sometimes I'd be late coming to a meal because babies can be unpredictable and she wouldn't fall asleep right away or nurse longer than normal. To this, my mother-in-law would barge into my room and announce food was ready, all impatient. This startled the baby and made the process last much longer than it should have. The result is I had to eat much later than everyone else, alone, and the food was cold. It left me fuming. More work to do with the baby and I'm secluded. This happened several times. I asked my husband to talk to her and explain that I can't always be there on time. He talked to her, but she still did all of this anyways. So I simply decided to stop being late to the dinners. The next time she barged into my room and announced food was ready, I came without hesitation. I came to the table exactly as I was. No shirt, half a bra, baby hanging on the tit. Nothing was seen as the baby's head was covering everything anyway. Ensue uproar. Goes something like this. Mother-in-law exclaims, what the hell I'm doing at the table like this? I'm indecent. There are other men at the table. I should be ashamed. I yell back, what the hell does she keep calling me to the table for if I'm not ready yet? I have no reason to be in my room alone with my baby while everyone else is out having a great time together. Brother and father-in-law are trying not to get in on the argument. Husband ushers me back to my room and scolds me. Taking his mother's side, he understands that I'm frustrated. But this action didn't help anything. But after that, mother-in-law didn't bother me again while I was busy with the baby. So what if I came to some meals a little after everyone had already started eating? The roof didn't cave in. Anyways, everyone lived happily ever after. The end. Am I that whole? So I got mad that the husband ushered her back in and gave her a little talking to. Yeah. But now that I think about it, that's probably appropriate to do that. Yeah. But... Why, where was this attitude when the mom kept going and bothering her? Facts. I think he shouldn't even, 
I shouldn't even have to tell you, hey, talk to your mom. But let's say for some reason you're not even paying attention or noticing or seeing how this is a problem. Once I tell you and you talk to your mom, then you definitely need to take on that full responsibility of keeping an eye on your mom and making yeah. sure she's not doing this again. I definitely feel like if I was in that situation, anytime I saw a mom even remotely going into the room, I would go and be like, hey, That's, mom, yeah. hey, chill, chill. Like, you know, this is not going to end well for you, for her, the baby, any of us. Yeah. So I would get in between, not like wait until you have to run out of the room with one tit hanging out, you know? <laughs> like you definitely put a stop to it before yeah, it gets it to that point. Um, yeah. I have a little bit of a conspiracy theory going on here. A conspiracy theory? Yeah, okay. conspiracy theory time. I think the mom was doing this on purpose so that uh, OP came late to dinner so that she wouldn't be participating in the dinners. So that way her, she got more alone time or I guess family time excluding op you think so it just sounds like it's her tradition and, and maybe her cultural tradition too you have to be at the table to I, eat i think i definitely agree because that's like the culture we have in hispanic hispanic culture too mm -hmm. at least growing up it was basically like you're either at the table eating or you're not eating at all kind of thing and so with this i feel like it was it is a cultural thing but i don't know how to how extent she's taking it because it feels like she's taking it way beyond to what it's supposed to be you know but if it was your theory mm -hmm. then why just not say anything why push her to come if you mm -hmm. just want that alone time you would just well let think her about stay this the there's a chance that she'll come out when she's done breastfeeding mm -hmm. But if you go in there and make sure the baby starts crying and is woken up, you know for sure she's not joining the dinner table. It's going to take her longer. Yeah, you got to. Oh, you recouped that theory. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it was falling apart. Hey, I'm picking all these puzzle pieces <laughs> up. <laughs> I think it's hard for me to picture someone who has blinders on to this degree. Because I understand the mom is cooking, you know. She's been having this rule of you have to be at the table as soon as food is ready. Yeah. And it's been years and years and years that she has this rule. So it's just second nature to her, right? It's normal. But as soon as you go into the room and you hear the baby crying, you, you didn't hear the baby crying before you open yeah. the door it's crying now how are your blinders so dang big that you can't realize that she's breastfeeding the baby yeah you're interrupting her trying to put her to bed what is going I'm through i'm telling head? you something malicious this has to be a planned uh event she has to be doing something on purpose it, it, what's the other options there is no other don't alternative like it has this. to be I, I don't know man all i know is that we've read enough reddit stories to know that mamas mamas be crazy bro you guys are f***ing out of your mind the mamas part that bothers wilded. me the most though is when it's mother-in-laws being like this when they themselves were a mother yeah you you went through this up. Mm -hmm. Has it been that long that you just don't remember? I doubt it. Some Maybe sort you of don't malicious remember stuff. The, the, the little things, but you remember how I was breastfeeding and trying yeah. to get your baby to go to sleep? You know that babies, just us that don't have babies, we know that you need to be Especially quiet. Especially us that don't have babies. <laughs> not wake up the baby, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Her OP strategy worked, though. I'm just picturing her running out of the room and I think it would look so hilarious because she's still holding a baby on it, yeah. too. Like, she just, you know, 
<laughs> it's kind of like a football player. She's just literally running with the one baby in the one arm kind of thing. I'm not too upset about what OP did. Mm-hmm. Just because, personally, I would never do that. I don't want to... I mean, I don't like wearing low-cut shirts either, you know? So yeah. I I just can't imagine doing that. But it's not being done to her. She's doing it herself, so she's comfortable with it. Then it, what's the problem? There you ain't know? no problem. The, the, it's only a solution here. That's what's up. That's kind of what I'm saying. The one that would be affected negatively would be yeah. her. But if she's the one doing it, it's fair game, baby. Yeah. She proved her point. If the yeah. guys got uncomfortable, then she kind of, it just helped her prove her point. Yeah. Top comment here is not the echo. Damn. You'd think a woman who's had at least two children would have figured it out generally how babies work by now. <laughs> what if she never did? <laughs> what if this actually is just like a, a, a dumb moment or I don't know, she oblivious moment, put it in a nice way, right? Where when she was young, the mama, and she had her babies. She just never realized that making them cry is a bad thing. Both of them are adopted. You don't remember? Don't they were adopted, adopted at 16. <laughs> they would remember that that's so? not their mom. Not if you bonk them in the head a little bit. <laughs> Amnesia or something? <laughs> yeah. No, but if you adopted him like at two years old. I guess they that's don't true, remember. yeah. Yeah, but they would still cry. I think babies cry still at two. Kids cry. A toddler. Is there a different type of cry? No, I'm saying it's not a baby, it's a toddler. Okay. They're still crying though. Yes, you cry too. I don't. I never cry. You don't. Cry. I never once cried. <laughs> no, that's a lie. Never once. But yeah, you don't. Cry. I just sweat. I sweat through my eyeballs every now and then. <laughs> you ready for the next story? Mm-hmm. You're covering the fridge. It's supposed to be a fridge, by the way. I can tell. Can you can you grab something from the fridge in there? Grab something. Can you from grab something from the back? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, ready? Mm-hmm. Alright, next story here is Am I the echo for refusing to eat a dish with expired milk? My husband has been away traveling all week, so I've been super busy at home trying to keep the kids' schedules and lives managed while working and keeping up on the housework. He returned home today and prepared dinner. A few days ago, while making breakfast, I noticed that the milk had expired. I was in the middle of again trying to work and get the kid ready for school. I literally didn't have a second to spare and had to find an alternative breakfast. Instead of doing the responsible thing, I left the milk in the refrigerator, intending to come back to it when I had a few seconds to breathe. Life caught up and I forgot to remove the milk from the fridge. You disgust me. Go on. I've been there, girl. Fast forward. (laughs) Yeah, every single time. Fast forward to the day at dinner. I asked my husband what was in the sauce covering the entire meal. And he said, milk. I panicked and ran to the fridge. And yep, he used the expired milk. Now he was livid that I put expired milk back into the fridge. I totally take responsibility for that. But I asked him why he didn't check the date on the milk. He said it's because he doesn't have to. And if the milk is in the refrigerator, he assumes it's still good. To be fair, it didn't smell, but still grows. Now... My child got upset and said they didn't want to eat dinner because they were afraid of getting sick. And I agreed. The milk had an expiration date of 1.15, 10 days ago, which seems just too sketchy. My husband got extremely mad and said that my child and I are being too sensitive and that expiration dates aren't that serious. He also said that cooking the milk made it safe, which is not true. Neither my child or I decided to eat it. And now my husband is very angry and not really talking to me. 
Am I the whole for refusing to eat this dinner? Am I overreacting? This is the stupidest husband ever. You think so? <laughs> if the milk is in the fridge, then it must be good. So let's That's say actually. that morning she served them something else without ever even checking the milk. So she doesn't know it expired. And the guy's the husband's the next one to open the fridge. Yeah. It's in there. So it must be good. That yeah. how does how does that make sense? I don't know. I, so I, if you lived by yourself. Uh-huh. <laughs> it would just always be good <laughs> it would just always be good i don't understand yeah i'm definitely on your side because at least for us we never fail to have bad milk i i want to say at least 100 percent of the time we have bad milk almost always so i check it every single time because i know that when we ever decide to eat cereal the one time out of like the month mm. that we decide to eat cereal i go in there and it's all chunky donkey man okay, that milk look, is not listen, good listen. anymore <laughs> I am the one that likes to get milk because I want my smoothies to make yeah. my smoothies. The thing is, I don't go grocery shopping. You go grocery shopping. Mm -hmm. And you will miss one of the ingredients I need for my smoothie. Yeah. So then I don't make my smoothie. The milk goes bad. It could go without one ingredient, you know? Well, okay, I just got milk. <laughs> <laughs> just drink straight milk. Come on, you're no. good. You are really bad at this, though. You, yeah. you leaving things in, in places when you know that they've gone bad or they're empty. I don't have any flaws, believe it or not, but this is definitely one of my, one of my is, biggest uh, flaws. This is one of your biggest flaws. <laughs> I'll ask you, hey, what about that? You're, you say, oh, I know it's bad. I just don't want to throw it in the trash can until I go throw out the trash. But yeah. then you throw out the trash, forgetting that it's there. So you'll just have it's a, it's a content cycle. bad food in the fridge. Yeah. Or what gets me even more mad is when you leave uh, empty containers yeah. of stuff. So the other day, you know, I was craving some Rice Krispie. And I oh, knew man. that there was a box of Rice Krispies in the pantry because I had seen it earlier. Yeah. And I go and it's empty. It's You've done this to me so many times. Not just Rice Krispies, but with everything. You don't understand. You don't understand. <laughs> you don't understand me. My, my goal was to replenish that box before you found out that it was in there. I just didn't get to it in time, okay? No, you forgot to buy it. I did forget to buy it. But it listen, okay? What's the point? When you buy a new box of Rice Krispies. Yeah, a new box. You get a new box. But like, you don't understand. I, I cut it perfectly that previous box so that you can grab in perfectly with the new box i don't know if i'm gonna cut it perfectly so you can grab in i don't know so i want to keep that box in specific because it's it's in perfect condition no it's because it's not just the rice krispies it's everything <laughs> so i don't, yeah, I don't buy no, it it's definitely my my achilles heel i i am i am horrible when it comes to throwing out expired things not not my forte i just have disappointment after disappointment <laughs> when i go I get do, a snack i do gotta play the devil's advocate here and i'm taking a stance that you've taken in the past too every time i i see something that's expired at least by one day I'm like, uh-uh, girly, I ain't gonna put that in my stomach. Because oh, yeah. you know my stomach's gonna go kaboom-boom. I'm, I'm exploding, <laughs> you know? It's already bad enough I'm lactose intolerant. Now putting expired <laughs> food in my stomach, bro, I'm not gonna see the end of it. So I am very like, um, stay away from my expiration, mm -hmm. right? You're very, hey, well, it still smells good. I'm chilling. I seen you eat, like, things that haven't expired, like, a week already, like, an expired. I don't know, I, even a week, but but maybe. Um, 
Those you, you really inspiration dates are scams. <laughs> but I do I gotta say that one time a month where <laughs> there was some cereal and I was having some fruit loops and I was like, Oh my gosh, these fruit loops taste really sugary. Oh well, kept eating my fruit loops and at the end of the you know when you get to the end, there's no more fruit loops. All you got left is milk. Is milk. Yeah. So so you don't just dump that milk out. You you know? Yeah, yeah. Slurp it up. And once I did that, I was oh, like, I dude. realized why oh, <laughs> it dude, didn't no. taste so As soon as I did that, oh my gosh. It was so disgusting. It was spoiled milk. Yeah. And I had just finished my cereal pretty much by the time I realized But it. no stomach ache, nothing. Oh, this is the thing. Okay, I don't like food all that much. I was very picky. I still, I still have lingering pickiness, but... Yeah. I'm growing We're working past through it. it. We're, I'm, I'm, I'm working through it. Um, I just hated food growing up. Mm-hmm. It's a chore to eat food for me. Yeah. Still sometimes. You are garbage disposal. I ate it all, baby. Give me Put anything it in. and everything. Even the food that you say you don't like, you'll yeah. eat. Just stuff it in there, dude. I'll, yes. I'll make room. <laughs> My stomach, though, give it whatever. Spoiled Bro. milk on cereal, and I'm fine. Got no problem. Got iron stove up in there, dude. You are so <laughs> sensitive to everything. Yeah, yeah, and it's not like sensitive as in like uh, I'll be having like diarrhea for next week. It's more like I'm sensitive. Like I'll have like bloatedness. Like my mm-hmm. stomach will be hurting, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I still stuff more stuff in there, you know, whatever I can fit in. I don't think you knew about this, and I'm the one that told you about it. Okay. But at least, uh, well, we're both Mexican, but, you know, Mexico's so big. There's different traditions and different uh, things throughout. Yeah. And one of the things that I had known about that is a food of sorts is called hokoke. Oh, yeah. Oh. My dad loves hokoke. Not about it. I haven't tried it since I was little. And when I was little, I liked nothing. So maybe I like it now. Who knows? But hokoke is basically spoiled milk. Yeah, it's it's all it's spoiled milk. It's yeah. not basically. It is spoiled it's milk. It's spoiled milk. <laughs> but I don't know because there's there, there is a sweet spot, I guess, from where it is milk to spoiled milk to hokoke yeah. and to Bad it's it's milk because okay, so let me milk. let me retract my statement. It's not a spoiled milk; it's fermented milk. It's so it's it's milk that is they they put. It's not just like they put the milk and they, they it's that's it. It's they season it with things and then they they add stuff so that it ends up being actually hokoke, not just regular. You can't just go home and leave milk in the fridge. And what do you mean? That's what my dad did. That's what your dad does. I'm I w- I'm pretty sure we didn't buy hokoke. It was the milk. Goes bad, and then goes more bad, I think, and then it becomes hokoke. This is nasty. I can't picture it. I can't. I'm just one of those things where I get, I, this, is, this is a no-no for me. Well, no. it's it's a thing. I know it's a thing. I'm just no-no. I, I'm not about that. I stay, I stay away from that. I cannot do that. But you know my rule. You can't say ill to food. It yeah. might not be something you like, but you can't say ill to food. Unfortunately, you want to hear a top comment here? Yes. All right. Top comment here is important info. I've designed dairy and milk packaging machinery for over two decades. 
I know pasteurized and sterilized inside and out. And if you hunt down my top comment ever, you'll find it's to do with milk. Specifically, the storage and transport of it in India. So this guy knows his milk, okay? Okay. So, you're the a-hole. And I'll tell you why. Firstly, if the milk doesn't smell and if it tastes fine, it is fine. There is a fantastic rule and that's to trust your nose. The expiration date is a date at which it really should stay usable even if your refrigerator isn't that cold. If it's still sealed and kept cold enough, it'll last weeks, last its expiration date. So like that? Yeah. Expiration dates are a scam. And we got it straight from the cow's mouth, right? Horse's mouth? How, cow's, cow's mouth? The cow's mouth. You're calling mouth. this commenter <laughs> a cow? Straight from the, the cow, straight from the guy that heard it from the cow's mouth. That's <laughs> what we got it from. Straight from the cow's whisperer. Yeah. He knows his stuff. Uh. He's talked to a few cows here and there. Oh, listen to this. This one is a scam. Okay. EpiPens are very expensive. Okay. I don't know exactly how much, but I think they have ranged from 200 to 700. Sheesh. And they expire after one year. Mm. Mm-hmm. But. If you put them in the freezer, they're fine? I think it's been tested or whatever. And they're good two and a half years after the expiration date. Dang. Just filled with random facts. Random <laughs> conspiracy <laughs> theories. That's all you have in there. That is that is a scam right there. Okay. Think about it. Because yeah, that's if up. you need an EpiPen, mm-hmm. you need to have one yeah. your whole life or whatever. So you don't want them to expire. Yeah. So you probably will buy one every year to make sure that you're kept up with your EpiPens. Damn, that really sucks. I thought EpiPens were one of those things where you can just store in your like emergency kit and just leave it. For until- a year. Or mm. that's what they want you to think with that expiration date. Yeah. But I believe they're good for two and a half years after the expiration date. Okay. That's a fun fact for you guys in case uh, you ever have an EpiPen. Yeah. If you die, oh my gosh, do yeah, not blame t- me. I don't know. You're putting yourself <laughs> in a very liable spot here. Do what you think is best. Oh, it's getting hot in here. Oh, sure is. We're in the sauna. You like that? Yeah, let's get into it. All right. It is in my life for asking a guy in the sauna to put a towel on. I, 26 male, work out four to five times per week before work. That's right. I am fortunate to work at a place with a gym and sauna that I get to use for free. Over the past two months or so, I have seen the same man in the sauna nearly every time that I'm there. I have gotten to a point where his routine in the sauna has become too much for me to handle. I have been around locker rooms for my whole life and I am well aware that there are going to be guys of all ages, shapes, and sizes who are going to be naked. This guy takes it to a whole new level. His routine includes stretching in the sauna while naked. Every day when I walk into the sauna, he's sitting directly in front of the door, fully exposed, doing a butterfly stretch. As you can imagine, the sight is jarring. He continues to touch his toes while standing, bringing his knees to his chest while laying and just about any other stretch slash yoga pose that you can imagine. After looking away and ignoring it for over two months, I finally said something when he turned away from me and did an upward dog pose. Thankfully, it was not a downward dog. I asked him to put a fudging towel on. There are other people in here. To this, he responded, you are the only person to ever say anything about it. It is a sauna after all. Instead of escalating the scene at my place of work, I decided to just leave. Now, this is not something that I ever do. Public confrontation is always the last on my list, but I thought I was standing up for the people. I thought my actions would be seen as heroic. Apparently, I was wrong. 
It is completely possible that this is normal and I'm the outlier. Am I the a-hole? You are the a-hole. I actually was more curious about the poses. I feel like I don't know enough poses. A to, butterfly? To know. I couldn't picture what a butterfly pose is. I, I know what a butterfly pose is. It's Show when me. you... All right, I'm going to do it but facing this way, okay? okay? So that way I don't put my feet in your face. But it's basically when you go like this and then you grab your legs. <laughs> I don't think you can really see. How is that a butterfly? Okay, I'm, I'm just, you know what, I'm just gonna pull up a picture. You just wanted to show your feet, didn't you? Yeah, so this is how it looks. Oh. This is, this is the, this is what I was trying to do. Oh, I do the butterfly pose. Yeah, we all do butterfly poses. I, I do it for when I run. I do I'm it doing for... the butterfly pose right now. <laughs> yeah, well, you can see. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole point. I couldn't show you guys. All right, we're going back to, to the backdrop here. Okay. Yeah, so he does that, and think about it just naked. So it's not a very, it's not a scene you want to see, basically, you if know? If we're going to be naked in there, I'm I'm just not going to go in there. So if he's choosing to go in there, you can go in there and sit with your eyes closed, dude. Don't look around keep your eyes shut! Yeah, I, I definitely agree that he is the a-hole on this one because it's a locker room and it's a sauna. You, you expect to see naked people. There, it really, it's 100% of the time there is naked people in locker rooms. Wait, when you go to the gym and all the stories you've told me about being at a sauna, mm -hmm. the people in there are naked? We're all naked, dude, all of us. We're all naked in there hugging each other. Uh, no, so, the lock, actually, the sauna is, is different. I've never seen anybody naked in the sauna. I see people shirtless in the sauna, that's, that's a thing, but it's mostly in the locker room. In the locker room, it's like well, yeah, 60, 70%. I mean, guys are just walking around and they're naked, to be honest. What? It's mainly older men. I don't know if they have, like, a thing for it, or maybe that's how they were raised, or just... No, I, I think at one point you just stopped caring. Maybe that, too. But, yeah, there's so many uh, old dudes in there that just walk around naked. Um, uh, the weirdest parts, which I don't like, because it is nasty, is when they finish showering or whatever, and then they walk towards... So, you know the things that you use to dry your hands? Mm -hmm. they'll walk towards the thing to to dry their hands and they dry their body using that thing they like they'll bring a towel i guess not i don't know i don't know what their choice of dryness is but um they walk towards it and just kind of stand underneath it and just you know put their whole body towards mm. it and, and dry themselves that i think is nasty because i'm like i don't have you not seen those videos of how germs yeah, there's a lot of Germans up in there. Oh, gosh. I just don't like the fact that he's drying himself on the machine because then the water just splashes onto, like... Oh, don't You know? It. It's, oh. just, it's a gross thing. It's nasty. But I never... I mean, they, in 24 hours, I don't I don't think you should, guys should do this. 24-hour fitness. Not yeah. within 24 hours of the day. <laughs> no, 24-hour fitness, Um, uh, if they have it wherever you're located. I don't recommend using the, the, the hot tub. Because most 24-hour fitness have a hot tub, at least where we're located. They do have a hot tub. Yeah, they have tub. a hot tub. Never go in there because nasty. Nasty, nasty, nasty. There's there's older men in there. Sometimes they're just in there. Uh, I don't know how they... Speedos? They, they're just in Speedos. Uh, or sometimes they just go in there naked. Just weird time. I, I don't... Nasty in what sense? That you're bathing in in a hot tub with someone who might have just finished working out and is naked oh in the hot gosh, tub. Oh my gosh, you're coming and, up with all these. And I don't you're know how many people. Two reasons why I don't work out at gyms. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend you <laughs> jump in a hot tub. Mm -hmm. I would. I'm not gonna do that. You That's know. So gross. Yes, yeah, I don't know why they even put it. Like, I guess for relaxation. But think about all the naked and all the germs that everybody. You, be, took you don't in think there. people shower first? 
Nah, man. Some people are really nasty out there. Ugh. Uh, but yeah, and uh, same thing with, with the saunas. Sometimes people are just in there sweating like crazy, just laying on it. I've seen people lay on the floor. I see people lay on the actual benches like there is right here. It's just not a good time. It's really gross. You know, something that I have to point out about the story is this is his workplace's gym, right? Yeah. I'm assuming it's just this office building where many different businesses conduct their business there. Oh, right. Right? Yeah. So the people that you're working out with might not be from your actual office and then just all over the whole building. Mm. But I would not risk it in case there is... And yeah. a, a co-worker coming into the sauna while I'm naked in there. I think, yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. I wouldn't do it either. Imagine your boss. Just like, yeah. hey there, boss. How you doing? Had a good workout? I like to say you need to shave, man. It's been oh a minute, huh? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, it definitely is weird. I, I would personally wouldn't do it either. It. But there's some people out there that are cool with it. Some people enjoy that, you know? I don't know. Your co-workers? Hey, man. Some people are just built different, you know? Not me. But, but definitely some people. Uh, that being said, dude, that's culture in the gym. If you didn't want to see naked people, then you shouldn't have gone to a place where naked people are. And that's yeah, it. And that's why I stay home. If you, uh, <laughs> yeah, see, see, you run into unexpected naked people. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I leave my house once a week, and that's a lot. <laughs> um, but I think your approach was also rude. Like, you didn't need to take it that far no, by saying, Close your eyes, hey, dude. Watch him, blah, 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 blah. No, just if you, if this really does bother you, go talk to the supervisor or the gym person if you want to be a little annoying about it. And I'll say, I'll tell you what, they're going to tell you this. Hey, that's fine. Hopefully, I don't know. Maybe it is an anti-naked gym. If there's other naked people in there, just close your eyes if just you don't want to see. Just join him, dude. Just get naked with him. Oh. Just, just get naked, start doing all the poses, and Maybe see how he likes your it. your life will turn out better, and yeah. you'll be happier. It's like every uh, friends. <laughs> you remember friends where they're the ugly naked guy? Yeah. He's like uh, from the opposing apartments. This is maybe like a little throwback for a lot of you guys. But um, a naked, ugly guy. And then one day, naked I think Ross guy. joins him. He's like, oh, it's naked Ross. You know? It's because Ross wanted to have the apartment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So maybe you'll like that naked lifestyle. I don't know. Depends. Maybe it'll change your life. That's all I'm going to say. Do you want to hear top comment? Yes. <laughs> all right. Top comment here is, put a fucking towel on. There are other people in here. It's not a question, my dude. You used the word asked twice. Someone must be in charge of managing the sauna and gym. You can ask them if it's against any policy, but it probably isn't. Somebody else said, I thought I was standing up for the people. I thought my actions would be seen as heroic. Dude. You're the a-hole, bro. Stretching in a sauna is a bit weird, but the dude is well within his rights to be as undressed as he pleases in there. Telling him to put a fudging towel on is not heroic. Definitely isn't standing up for the people. It's you getting fed up and blowing your lid instead of just asking like a decent person at any point during the two months prior. What if it's a no-naked sauna? That's the only time where you would have been okay to do that. I, regardless, you, you talk to a manager. You don't have to get involved with this kind of thing, you know? Especially because now that I'm thinking about it, this dude actually maybe works in your... I mean, definitely, hopefully, works in your company unless he's just a random naked dude that comes to building. Yeah, he works in your building. Uh, what if your company decides to one day, hey, we're going to make a deal with the company across and you have to go talk to this salesperson and make sure you get the deal done, Bob. And Bob is, like, walking and then he realizes and it's, he's talking to Jim and Jim was the naked guy. What are now you're screwed. Odds? I don't know. But Funny stuff happens short. like that. 
Yeah. It's short and it's also sometimes long. I like to say small. It's definitely small, <laughs> but, but sometimes most. big. <laughs> Next story. Like life is small, so you don't know where you might encounter this guy. Yeah, you'll never know. What if one day he's you're you're, you're in a restaurant? Father-in-law. That's it. You you might it might the, t- the tables might turn one day on you, man. So gotta be careful out there, right? <laughs> All right, I'm ready. All right, next story here is: Am I the asshole for getting my coworker an allergic attack and getting her sent to the hospital? So I, 22 male, and my coworker Lucas, 23 male, decided to surprise our coworker Lily, 25 female, for her first year anniversary. With permission from our boss, we decided to fill up her entire office with balloons. Normally, we start working at 9 a.m., but for this, we came in three hours early at 6 a.m. Together, we spent around $50 worth of equipment to do this. We finished this within two hours and stayed waiting until Lily came to the office. After 45 minutes, she arrived and she went up to her office. Once she got to her office, she opened the door and the entire room was filled with balloons. But since there were so many, a lot of them escaped the room and fell onto Lily. She suddenly started screaming and backed off really quickly. We went out of hiding and surprised her. But then she said she was very allergic to latex. But I didn't understand. She explained that balloons are made of latex and that I should have known that she was allergic to latex. After 30 minutes, the allergic reaction became so severe that she had to be rushed to the hospital. (gasps) I didn't mean to do this since I thought balloons were made out of rubber. It's been two days, and she's still recovering at home since returning from the hospital today. So, Reddit, am I the a-hole? Not the a-hole, but kind of dumb. Imagine, oh my gosh, I'm allergic to latex. Cool fact, uh, dude. All right? <laughs> Chill it, Thanks all right? Thanks for sharing that. <laughs> you weirdo. Whatever. I'm allergic to avocado. Yeah, what like, else do you want to talk about? Stop showing up, all right? <laughs> Get it. Imagine, though, you go to a hospital... Don't yeah. doctors use latex gloves? Oh my goodness, do they? I think so. Are isn't those blue gloves latex gloves? I don't know. You wanna you wanna find out? I'm pretty sure. I'm gonna just say that they are. Let's do a quick little Google search. Let's find out. A uh, doctor gloves. gloves are they made from latex? I love how you started with not. Accurate sentence. I know. And I was trying to fix it, it as I went. Okay. Uh, let's see. The FDA requires manufacturers to identify on the package labeling the material used to make the medical gloves. If you are or your patient is allergic to natural rubber latex, you should choose medical gloves made from other synthetic materials such as polyvinyl. Cor- okay. So the, uh, basically, so I'm assuming they are, but yeah, they the, also have none. The general is. But if you know you're allergic to it or your doctor knows you're allergic to it, they probably choose the, the alternative one. So he's not wrong. It's rubber latex. I didn't know. And maybe I'm dumb. I didn't know latex was rubber. I thought that, like, latex was a type of rubber, but not all rubber was latex. You know what I'm saying? Is all rubber latex? I don't know. Is it all rubber? Is it? Are, all balloons, are balloons made of latex? Yes, they are. Are all balloons made of latex? This is what I'm saying. No, like my question is, is is all rubber latex? Okay. Is all rubber latex? You guys can come to that adventure with us here. The term rubber refers to durable, waterproof, and elastic material made from natural or synthetic latex. Okay. Where rubber is usually the finished product, latex refers to the liquid form, a stable emulsion of 
polymer micro particles in an aqueous solution. Yeah, aqueous solution, babe. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I guess yes. So I don't understand. Yeah, rubber, ru- natural rubber is obtained from latex. I th- I okay. think I think all rubber is latex unless you know proven otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> unless the DNA does not match. <laughs> no. Unless they were adopted. <laughs> yeah, unless they were adapted, the, the ru- all rubber is latex. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I guess there was a no win like situation there. Maybe you can buy balloons that are not latex, but like that'd be pricey. Obviously, okay. To answer the question, not the a hole. Also, I'm assuming that the doors were not clear. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> it's only a picture like kind of an office with balloons. I, know, I mean, or you could just find the picture of an office with a closed door. <laughs> yeah, I could have done that. Uh, not like this. But this was approved by the manager. So why are they the asshole? You know, it's just something innocent yeah. that ended up being really harmful and almost deadly. Honestly, I think this is one of those things where you might, at, at least I do, but you might think in the back of your head, wouldn't this be funny if she was allergic to balloons or allergic to rubber? And it just so happens to be one of those things. Like, let's say, I don't know, maybe I was taking you to, to an amusement park for the uh-huh. first time. And now it was going to be a surprise and whatever. And I blindfolded you and I got you in somehow and put you on a roller coaster. Imagine and, and, she's my, scared of heights. <laughs> in my head, yeah. Imagine if she has like a huge fear of like fast uh, roller coasters or, or heights. That'd be kind of funny. I unfold your blindfold as it's taking off and you do have like a crazy fear of heights and fast roller coasters i think what would be scary scarier is walking a uh, blindfolded and you just hear ah! <laughs> yeah and I'm like where am i oh you'll me? like this place for sure <laughs> it's like uh during a uh, halloween too like with the horror nights and just random people with knives in the background too i was gonna say i i, I almost thought at first, oh, he should have asked uh, the manager or HR. But realistically, I don't think he you do that. Ask. Oh, yeah, he asked for manager's approval, right? Uh-huh. Uh, and I was going to say, well, it's the manager's fault that, like, it's why no didn't one's tell fault. you? But it is no one's fault because I don't think you tell people or you tell your employer what you're allergic to. Imagine, is you know when you get hired and they want to share a picture of you to the company? Oh, welcome our new hire. Fun facts about our new hire. It's like, I'm allergic to latex. <laughs> Imagine it's something she says every oh chance she gets. Goodness. Say, introduce yourself with a fun fact about yourself. Oh. I'm allergic to latex. Latex and I just don't match. Wink, wink to all y'all. Yeah. She should I, have gotten like paid time off that doesn't come out of her PTO. And I'm sure the it company, sounds like a win win. I'm sure the company is definitely walking on eggshells around this incident. Because it happened in office yeah. by other employees that were approved by a manager yeah. to do this. Oh, the but company's a little it. scared. I don't know. Think about it. You, How much must you like this coworker to do that? Probably a good chance. You're not doing that for any coworker. Definitely not. You wouldn't catch me putting balloons inside an office. <laughs> I'm more impressed that they were able to finish this in two hours. If it was like this much, I'm impressed. That they were able to do in two hours. I'm also impressed by the budget. 50 bucks? Dude, I'm I spent so, so much more. Me too. Balloons. Yeah. It's crazy how balloons stack up when it comes to money. It's it's like... Actually, no. It was a helium that was expensive. Well, helium, yeah. Helium is pricey too. The machine to like inflate balloons is also pricey. Because I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to blow onto like 100 balloons. I'm going to run out of lungs, dude. You're right. All right. You want to hop over to the next story? Let's go. And final story of today. All right. Here we are in the city of New York. 
Ready? Am I the a-hole for being bothered that my girlfriend didn't speak up when someone was racist towards me? I, 24 male, have been dating this girl, a 23 female, for about 6 months. Last night during a date, we were walking around the city when out of nowhere, a random guy verbatim told me to, quote-unquote, go back to China. My first reaction was shock, but I pretty quickly shot back at him to fudge off. He laughed it off and didn't say anything else. The situation didn't escalate from there. Overall, I have no issue with how I dealt with the situation. My issue is with the reaction from my girlfriend or lack thereof. During the entire situation, my girlfriend didn't react at all. She didn't say anything to the guy or at the very least even ask how I was feeling afterwards. After I told him to fudge off, we continued walking to our car and she didn't say a single word to me about what had transpired. Granted, I didn't show that I was bothered, but inwardly, I was a little shaken at literally being hate-crimed. After she got home, I brought up via text what happened and that her lack of response and not even asking if I was okay bothered me. And at no point was I aggressive or rude about it. She quickly apologized and said that she hates that she made me feel that way. I accepted her apology and that was the end of it. I thought I would feel better after sleeping on it, but I've still been feeling pretty down about it all today. I'm not mad and I don't hold anything against her, but I'm just disappointed in her. I can't help but look at her a little differently after this. Am I like who in this situation? Should I just get over it? Thanks in advance for your honesty. I don't understand what could have happened in this girl's head to make her not even say anything. I Is, was. Does she come from a racist family? And mm. she's, oh, that, that's Uncle Bob in the background. And then I realize that, <laughs> no, that's not Uncle Bob. This is a stranger. But you're just yeah. so used to comments like this. Yeah. Or I can't think of anything. Uh, the only thing I can think of is uh, there's some, this is something that you hit or that you run into sometimes where you'll just basically transport out of this world. Oh, yeah. There will just be times where I we're disappear. walking or in the car or whatever. And I'm, I'm full blown having a conversation <laughs> with you. And I'm like, hey, so what do you think? And you're like, what? Sorry, I, I totally spaced off. I'm like, for the last five minutes, you've been spaced <laughs> off? Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe this you girl see, has this. My brain works very in, in very interesting ways. I can't control it. I'll be in a very engaged conversation with you. And you will yeah. say something, a puppy, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, I remember when I had a puppy. <laughs> I wonder when I'm going to have a puppy again. And then later I'm like, oh my gosh, where am I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think that's the only really excuse that this that's, girl has. That's what I was thinking too. But you get taken out of these zones yeah. when things happen, you know? Yeah. So someone screaming at your or your partner, go back to China. And your partner reacting, you're, you're going to come out of your spaced out zone. So I don't think it's that. As someone who experienced spacing out quite often. As a master spacer? Can I say something? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. It is so wild to me that there's people this ignorant and just full of hatred in the world. Okay. I don't understand how that's still a thing. There's no room for it. I don't get it. And we have experienced racism as well. Yeah. And there was a, a comment one time. Okay. Do you know where I'm going with this? I don't remember. <laughs> well, I guess, okay. Well, I'll say this. Uh, there have been a lot of comments in our podcast throughout the life of our podcast where people will uh, say mean things about my reading, which I'm, I'm trying to get better at. You know, reading is not my forte. never has been. But I know that I have a bit of an accent when I, when I yeah. read. I have a bit of an accent when I talk. 
And I feel like maybe it comes out even more when I read. So I have had comments where they'll say things like learn how to read, take uh, reading therapy or reading speech therapy. I don't know, stuff like that. Uh, or don't don't be reading if you can't read, stuff like that. And I'm just like, whatever. As they spell User. it wrong. Yeah. Uh-huh. But no, there was one comment that said, since when are Mexicans on YouTube? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that one. Yeah, that was so weird. It's so like, dude, what? Where have you been leaving that you don't see Mexicans on YouTube? Hispanics are all over the place on YouTube. Yeah, but okay. Do you think only Americans are on YouTube? Do you yeah, like, think that YouTube does not exist in other countries and that other countries who do not speak English are on the platform? Oh, man. Wait until he finds out that there's Hispanics actually talking Spanish on YouTube. Ooh, then he's gonna blow his lid, dude. Just <laughs> crazy. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand this. People. I don't, I don't know where it's like, from. What the heck? That's a real yeah. comment. That's 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 wild. I mean, even some of like the biggest YouTubers that you watch are Hispanic or Latinas yeah. and stuff, and they got all that spicy stuff going on, man. And, you know, I'm all for it. I like it. It's yeah. it's good entertainment. Back to the story. I don't know what I would how I would feel though. I don't think I can. I don't think I would have be that, like, that taken aback. I don't think I would feel too bad about it. Um, I would want to have a conversation with you about it, though, because it's definitely something oh, that... Oh, you're saying if this happened and I didn't... Well, that's, that's a little different, because we're both Mexican. Yeah, and just saying, like, if I was dating someone who was not Mexican or okay. whatever, you know? Right. Um, I just think somebody... Let's. I, I, don't know the, I don't know where this girl is coming from originally, right? So maybe she was she's white or something, or maybe maybe never has experienced any sort of racism at all. Even or maybe she's a, also another race, maybe not Chinese or I don't know what OP was, but the, just some sort of Asian. Yeah, um, and maybe she is something else. Maybe she's Hispanic, mm-hmm. and she so has heard this in, throughout her life, and she just knows to ignore it. Yeah, I guess no matter. No matter what it is, talk to her. That it made you feel weird yeah. and like actually go into death about all your insecurities because racism is not something light. It's definitely something that will affect you. There was this one time that I was like, this is so weird to me. And I think it's more funny than bad, right? Mm-hmm. But it still sits in the back of my head and every once in a while I replay it where um, I don't know where you guys are from, but where we're from and I think just a popular brand, there's something called Northgate. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a grocery store. It's a grocery store, and it's mainly a Hispanic grocery store. Yeah. Mo- mostly, like, 99% Hispanic. What if in the whole rest of the U.S., it's, it's not a Hispanic <laughs> store well, at all? That's where I'm going to. It's actually kind of being whitewashed a little bit okay. um, as, as it's evolving and, you know, their brand or whatever and expanding. But it was funny because there is a, uh, a city where we live that is more white than Mexican, right? And it's interesting because one of my coworkers uh, that that works at the at the company that I do, she she was telling me, "Hey, did you hear about the new Northgate open up? You should definitely go, Oscar. You would love it there." And I was like, "Why? Why would I like Northgate?" And then she was like, "Well, they have so much Mexican food, and it's all Mexican this and Mexican that." And I was like, "Okay, <laughs> like uh, she had just first her first time experiencing I, Northgate." I guess so. And then, uh, and, and it was fine. It was fine. But then later, in, in the same company, by a different coworker, and I'm talking high-level people in this company, they, and they're not Mexican, by the way. They're, they're mostly Asian. And then she also told me, oh, yeah, I, I heard about the new Northgate. You should go, Oscar. You would love that new Northgate. What the heck? And I was like, dude, are you just telling me this because I'm Mexican? You assume anywhere that has Mexican things, I will enjoy. Oscar will put. Pre- 
specifically really like. So that was like my little taste of racism there. But I I think it's funny but more it's than anything not, else. Like it's not hateful. It's just yeah. innocent, you know. Like it'd be it'd be a like weird trying to share in. Yeah, like the Hispanicish community. Yeah. I just think it'd be the equivalent of because they're Asian. If if I went up to them and I was like, "Man, you would love little this Tokyo or this Chinese place. You do that's your jam. I know you'd love it." <laughs> <laughs> that's so I don't know. It's definitely weird, but I think it's those kind of things that you you talk to your partner about if they make you feel insecure or some sort of way mm-hmm. or some sort of negative way, you know. But uh, or just to like, s- to seek to understand, you know. Yeah. It's also Why be, is it that you did not react? Yeah, it would be fun to kind of poke that bear. Because I don't know what the answer would be. Why didn't you react? And the answer you give is actually a quite interesting conversation to Gives go from a there. a lot of information about the person. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, well, I'm used to telling people that, so it's fine, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> not where I thought that was going to go. Yeah. I think that brings us to the end of this episode. Do you want to go ahead and end it off here? Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and jump back to our backdrop here. Bah, all right. And uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We had a lot of funny laughs here and there. And um, uh, hopefully you guys learn not to be racist. <laughs> and um, just don't be that person. Don't don't be that, uh, that ucky, yucky person. What was the name of the episode? Don't be one of those people? Yeah, don't be one of those people. Yeah. And But you know what? type of people you do want to be you want to be the type of person who hit subscribe on our episode share it with your friends let us know we'll share it on instagram all that fun stuff leave a share comment it to section. your racist friend hey yeah i don't know i guess i don't know share it to whoever you want to share i'm not gonna judge uh but yeah share it out we want to you know grow and keep growing and if you do like our podcast you know show some love there and like always we'll keep this boat running man we keep now stopping this train but we'll see you guys this upcoming wednesday in our newest podcast do not disturb and like we always say hope you guys have a great day great week great year great month and great life see you guys next time bye anybody who's new who's looking at this video for the first time subscribe bro join us in this crazy neighborhood of ours and uh you know just have some fun silly times with us hear some reddit stories and let's see where the heck this goes we'll see you in the next one laters